It's February 27, 2018, and you're listening to the Architecture Happy Hour. I'm Laura. I'm Holly. And it's a two-drink minimum, so grab your glass and let's get started. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. We have... uh, been busy this last week. We had another one of our very successful architecture happy hour in-person networking events, and we had that at the Kohler Signature Store uh, in Dallas on McKinney Avenue, and it was, I think, a fantastic event. Even though it was pouring down rain and really, really cold, um, we had a wonderful group of people come out and um, get to know the showroom manager and all their great designers. And the products that they had in the showroom are just gorgeous. I know you saw some that you just fell in love with. Oh, I saw some things that I've never seen before in the way of plumbing fixtures and some of the new patterns that they have on the finishes for sinks. And I was kind of amazed. Color is also branched off into lighting and backlighted mirrors. And they've got some wonderful cabinets that I've never seen before. So it's not just plumbing fixtures anymore. Right, and kitchens as well, kitchens and bathrooms both. Right, Yeah. right. So along those same lines, we thought it would be fun to share an interview that we did at a previous Architecture Happy Hour meetup with Shiloh Preston, who is a kitchen and bath sales designer at The Kitchen Source. And The Kitchen Source is a kitchen showroom down in the Dallas Design District, uh, and they have... I don't even know how many different kitchen vignettes and setups they have, but it's just, it's so fun to walk through it because they've got everything from contemporary to farmhouse to very uh, European. All different kinds of styles and colors, and if, and if you like real cutting-edge contemporary, it's there. If you like really old traditional, they've got that too. Plus all different styles of countertops and tile and plumbing fixtures and just the whole gamut. It was kind of fun to be there. It is, exactly. So that was a great event. So one of the things I did before that event got kind of rocking and rolling was that I sat down with Shiloh and we talked a little bit about her background and how she came to be at the Kitchen Source. And then she shared with us a little bit about kitchen trends. And then we sort of geeked out on (laughs) historic preservation because we share that interest. So um, that's towards the end of the interview. But we just thought we'd share this with you. And um, disclaimer, our happy hour was getting started. So there's a little bit of background noise there. But if you can sort of bear with us with all of that, I think the interview is a lot of fun and we'd be really excited to share it with you. And with that, we'll let you hear the interview. So how did you get into kitchen and bath design and what made you stay here for so long? I'm a little bit of a different story how I got into kitchen and bath design. Mm -hmm. Um, I was actually living in the Cayman Islands and uh, considering uh, studying architecture. And because I happened to be living on a tiny island in the Caribbean at the time, Uh I decided to just start out taking uh, some courses in interior design. And um, I, as part of one of my lessons, I made contact with a kitchen and bath showroom on the island. And they found out that I was a student and uh, offered me a job on the spot. (laughs) Fantastic. But they don't have many to choose from. They don't. No, no. And I think just the fact that I was a student and, uh, yeah. 
So, so uh, that was 20 years ago, and I knew day one that I was madly in love with kitchen and bath design. So. Oh, isn't that fantastic when yeah. you have that madly yes. in love moment? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. that's exciting. Yeah, so I did that for another four years on uh-huh. the island, okay. and then we moved here. Uh, I guess, no, two, two years I did that on the island, and then we moved here in 2000. Okay. So, were you sad to leave the island? Uh, you know, at the time, it, it, I had lived there for four years, okay. and it had gotten very small. Uh, yeah. There's one road around the entire island, and uh, I was ready for a change. But um, I miss the layback lifestyle. Yeah. Like when you're doing kitchens and baths there, um, literally your electrician would call that morning and and say, I'm not going to make it to the job site because... The currents have blown in some certain type of fish, and it's prime fishing day. Oh my gosh. I might be there tomorrow. And when you live on the island, you're just like, okay. Okay. It's <laughs> island time, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah my, I went to high school. My family still lives in Park City, Utah. Okay. And so when there was a fresh snow and yes. really good powder, yes. yeah, your guys didn't show up. Don't be surprised. <laughs> yeah. Or they showed up after four when the mountain closed. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Totally different. So yeah. yeah. I was really intimidated moving because I'm originally from Canada. Oh, wow. So I had been living in the Cayman Islands, got involved with kitchen and bath design, and then my husband was from Dallas. So okay. we moved here. There's the connection. Yes. Okay. And uh, it was it was a little bit intimidating, but uh, I, I found we settled in. Yeah, obviously you figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's neat. Yeah. So then how long after you got to Dallas then? Did you find the kitchen source? Um, let's see. I was 10 years oh, before wow. I made it here. Yeah. So yeah. you were pretty well settled then and, yes. and knew the design community at that point. Yeah. I had been working. Um, I worked for seven years just doing kitchen bath design and remodeling. Okay. And then I, um, for three years, almost four years, um, I worked as a manufacturer's rep for a cabinet company. Okay. And I covered uh, Oklahoma and Texas. So a lot of windshield time. Oh, wow. Yeah, getting to visit other dealers and seeing how their businesses work. And uh-huh. um, ultimately, it was just too much time on the road, and I really missed the design side of it. So. Yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah. That is a lot of driving. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 When, when you're to used Tulsa. to one little road around an island. <laughs> exactly. And Texas is massive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. What I really enjoyed when I came to work here at the Kitchen Source, mm-hmm. um, it, it really did feel like a whole new level because everything was so completely custom okay. and basically wood mode is like if you can dream it up and you can draw it we can build it oh, nice. and we can put our our fantastic finish on it and mm-hmm. so that it was kind of like Disneyland for, yeah, <laughs> for a designer yeah oh that's awesome yeah well so okay so that's a good segue then tell me a little bit about kitchen source as a company because I understand it's here in Dallas and you have a a location in Fort Worth yes is that right it's just those two locations yes yep okay so you're a local company that's nice yes and we're family owned okay um it's actually kind of a cool story yeah Bob Johns like I said the owner he uh his father was actually the territory rep for Woodmount he had a six-state territory and so he was in cabinet showrooms and around cabinets from the time he was a little boy and he opened up the Kitchen Source in 91. So they, they started out sort of flagship wood mode showrooms. Just because, you know, so many of our clients were doing Sensor Wolf, Mila, we sort of evolved uh, that way. Okay. But our specialty is, is wood mode. That's our niche. Okay. Yeah. Is that the only line that you carry? It is, yeah. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, there's a real friendly connection here at Passage. Uh, even our installation manager, he's actually originally from Pennsylvania, and his father also worked in the factory at Woodmode. Okay. So he was in the factory as a young boy. And uh, when they, he and his wife were planning on moving to Dallas, they actually sought out a Woodmode dealer. So there's, there, it's really cool. It very has very much a family feeling. Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of the relationships go back years and years and years. Oh, I love that. Yeah, and um, our installation manager, Gary, I mean, he's been around with us so long. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never seen anybody work with cabinetry the way he does. I mean, Woodmo's mm-hmm. a beautiful cabinet. That's why he saw us out. Yeah. But um, when he gets in and puts his finesse on it with his guys on the installation team, it's pretty fantastic. Wow, yeah. that's great. So you yeah. have your own installation guys, mm-hmm. so we you do. know exactly what you're getting Yes. when you sign on with Woodmo. Yes. With kitchen source and with exactly from start. Yeah, our our specialty is from the moment we're introduced to a project. Uh-huh. You know, we kind of we get the scope, the parameters, the vision, what's the look, uh-huh. um, and then depending on who we're working with and how much guidance they want to give back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll do preliminary sketches, detailed drawings. We have everything down to hardware, molding details. And those drawings actually were tied directly to the custom order. Okay. So the day that cabinetry shows up and we install it, I mean, you, you basically got a, a, a yeah. painting of it. Right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly yeah. what you're going to get. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, no surprises. Um, and even, like, on some of our projects, you know, we'll get the initial concept. You know, we'll get the blueprints or the plans. Right. Um, but then we'll take the time to sit with the homeowner because it can be kind of time consuming and it's there can very be kind of back and forth. Uh-huh. But we'll figure out, you know, where's my cutlery going to go? Where's my grandmother's set of china going to mm-hmm. go? And we'll take the time to figure all that out. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I've been working with a client right now that we've done, you know, very detailed what's going in every drawer and every yep. cabinet and, yes. and yes. it matters because she wants to know everything has a place it does yeah, yeah. when you when you put this much into a project you don't want to have stuff right that doesn't yeah fit. like and we'll figure out what goes in that drawer exactly. that's not good enough yeah yeah yeah, exactly. yeah. well so it, i think i mean you've already answered a lot of what makes you guys special is there something um you know what really makes you shine or when somebody comes in here what what can you just not even wait to tell them about yeah, that's, that's a great question, because we, we actually ask ourselves that a lot, all yeah. the time. We really, that's a touchstone that we keep coming back to, and I, that's because it's it's a passion of the family that owns mm-hmm. us. Um, but I would really say we really are like a family, and so when we get a project, there's so much care and attention and time that goes into making it perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, we're not, we don't see ourselves as just a business supplying a product, right. you know, here's your product, we're done, thanks very much. Right. You know, it's it's really, this is our project, and we want it to be perfect, and we're going to pay attention to the details that you're probably never even going to notice, mm-hmm. but we notice it, and we want it to be perfect. Or that you didn't even know matter. Right, right. You didn't exactly. know you had to make that decision. But exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. I, I, I've had jobs where we get out on a job site and, you know, Maybe there was an issue, either a warrant issue or an installation issue, and we might order thousands of dollars of replacement product and have it delivered and installed, and the customer doesn't even know that there was ever an issue. And it's it's not a matter. It's just we see it, and that's all that matters. Right. So, 
Yeah. So it's very personal then. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's that's really the sense that I get here. Like every every single person that touches the project, whether it's just getting the phone call from the driver about the delivery, or it's Gary, the installation manager, or it's one of our guys that's delivering appliances. I mean, they just, they really, really do care. And That's fantastic. It's yeah. so hard to find these days. Yeah. And so frustrating. Yes. When you get somebody who doesn't care. Right. And right. And you can't change their mind. It's right. Like, what do I have to do to get you to, yeah. to, you know, do the right thing? You yes. either get it or you don't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that's really nice to hear. Yeah. Well, so what are you seeing as far as kitchen trends? Because you guys do kitchens and bathrooms? We do, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and occasionally, I mean, really any room, um, media rooms, home With offices. Cabinetry, really, right? Exactly, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of interesting to me, and I'm kind of keeping my eye on this because mm-hmm. we saw that definite shift towards modern. You know, the yes. slab doors, exotic veneers, fun, mm-hmm. fun. And that's something... You, the story that I like to tell is when the lines get so clean, as, as I know you know this, mm-hmm. when the lines get so clean, the materials and the quality matter so much more. Oh, absolutely. Because you can't, there's nowhere to hide. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> it is what it is. Yes. And we've just, you know, we've we've gone in where people tried to replace that, replicate that look with an inexpensive local made cabinet, and we were, we were tearing out cabinets they just had made because oh, it was just horrific experience so um yeah that we saw that shift towards that modern clean line mm-hmm. um definitely a lot more interest in the interior accessories and function okay. we're seeing uh, really high-end you know uh, Hapla and Kessenbomber interior accessories interior lighting uh-huh. so when you open up doors and drawers cabinets light up yeah um but what I find really interesting and, and they in the industry they're talking about sort of this shift towards the global you know, sort of globalism and color and texture and pattern, and and, and you definitely see that on a broader scale. Mm-hmm. Um, but in cabinetry, what I find really interesting is there's a remnant that is still very much interested in um, that tie to history. Mm-hmm. You know, like the old English manor, the old villa style. Um, you know, it's to, it's the Ralph Lauren, it's the plaids, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's just not going to go away. Right, what you think of, like, old East Coast yeah, kind of, yeah. yeah, culture, yes. society type. Yes, right? yes. Okay. So it's fun to see that kind of constantly being reinterpreted right okay. now. So it hasn't gone away. I don't think so. You're still seeing it. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, and, and I know there always has to be sort of a respect for the architecture of the home, but it's it's more than that. It's it's a real fascination huh. with history. I'm glad to hear that. I have a, my background's historic preservation, so I always love, <laughs> love, love, love working with older homes and existing homes yep. and, and just all of it. You know, love classical details and nice. things like that. Yeah. Nice. And when they're done right, that it just makes all the difference. Uh, you'll be interested uh, maybe in this then. Uh, I, I always sort of categorize myself as a little bit more modern. I like a little mm-hmm. bit more of a contemporary look. Mm-hmm. So I turned around and bought a 127-year-old house in Granbury, Texas. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How fantastic. It was built in 1890, and wow. it's been a bed and breakfast for the last 17 years. Uh, so it's been really well taken care of. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I feel completely out of my <laughs> <laughs> it's oh got the gosh. fantastic 
original creaky pine floors oh, and do you know any history about it? Uh, I, I know it was I know the couple that built it. Uh-huh. Um, uh, we know the history of the families that lived in it. Okay. Uh, and what's really cool is two doors down, there's another historic home built right around the same time. Mm-hmm. And apparently it was two sisters that built the two houses, uh, and there was no house in between them at the time. And the uh, in the other home, it's her granddaughter that lives in it now. Wow. So she's, we call her Miss Jane, and she's 90-something, and uh, she'll come over and chat on the street, and she tells us stories about running around in our house. Oh my goodness, yeah. how fun is yeah. that? Yeah, so it's, oh, it's, it's, it's kind of cool, yeah. Oh, it's fun. Because of what I do, the kitchen bath, that the one room in the house that uh-huh. they really did not take any pains to, I mean, it's yeah. it has some old metal cabinets in there that I think are probably from the 20s, yeah. and then they just added some inexpensive white laminate right. to it at some point. So uh, of the whole house, it's the most sort of incongruous. So I've been having a lot of fun sort of dreaming yes. up in my head, you know, how would I interpret an 1890s yes. kitchen with today's appliances? Um, sorry, good. Well, I hope you get to redo the kitchen. Yes. Wow, that would be just gorgeous. And it'll be worth it. For sure. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> and it will be the most well cared for and best designed kitchen. Sure. <laughs> good. Well, is there anything else you want to share with me about the kitchen source? Because I'm sure we need to get out and talk to all our Rainbow, guests. Yeah. I think um, just the uniqueness of, of working with a family like this that really cares, like I said, with a great product. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's irreplaceable. So yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Well, we hope you enjoyed that interview. It was really great to get to know Shiloh better. We meet a lot of people that are really wonderful through our networking group, and that's the reason we do it. And that just makes it so much more fun to to have them help us with our clients, to teach us about what they are really experts at, and it just makes us better at what we do. So the next time you're in Dallas, we hope you will join us at one of these events. We host these every third Wednesday of every month, and you can find us on meetup.com. Look for the Architecture Happy Hour. And of course, you can always find Holly and me Uh, Anywhere where you find HPD Architecture and Interiors, we're on Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest and all sorts of fun places like that. Until next time, talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye.